Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. A mini heat wave on the way over the weekend. Just looked at my phone app and it says that it could be as high as 28 degrees in Limerick tomorrow. And that will help us lift the mood, we hope, anyway. And we want to get you heat wave and sun ready so that you can have a safe and happy one. Do you know what sunstroke is? Or would you know if someone else was suffering from it? For example, one of the kids. We're going to talk about it in a moment. But first, Dr Sinead Field, who's a consultant dermatologist at University Hospital Limerick in Dura Doyle, chatted to us recently on the show about skin cancer and the impact of sunburn on children. We know that sunburn in childhood significantly increased the risk of melanoma and non-melanoma skin cancers with three or more sunburns before the age of 20, almost quadrupling your risk of skin cancer in later life. So I suppose the difficulty is that sometimes we're not fully aware of how much sun we're getting. Sunlight itself is kind of made up of three different types of UV, um, and it's particularly the UVA and UVB that we're concerned about. Um, UVA passes through the atmosphere without being changed. A large volume of UVB, which is what gives us sunburn and we feel on our skin when we get too much sun, gets hot and red, generally related to our exposure with UVB. And unfortunately, in Ireland and internationally, the amount of skin cancer is significantly increasing. So for just example, in Ireland, we've had 12,000 cases per annum of skin cancer alone. And so it is by far the most common skin cancer. Um, And we in Ireland have a very high population of very fair-skinned individuals. So that's the very big reason why we need to protect our skin and to try and reduce excess sun exposure and sunburn. That's Dr. Sinead Field, consultant dermatologist at UHL and a good friend of the show, Dr. Ray O'Connor, who is a GP in Limerick and also a lecturer at the University of Limerick Medical School is on the line. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. So, Ray, we're obviously looking forward to a spell of fine weather. God knows we deserve it after everything we've uh, been through and continue to go through. But obviously, overexposure to the sun isn't the best idea. Can you explain to us what sunstroke is? is and how easily it can happen. Okay, uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, classic example of too much of a good thing. Um, I suppose the thing about it is that it can be, it can come on very gradually and uh, it may not be very obvious to start with and the signs may not be very uh, obvious. So, for example, it can be non-specific like a headache, dizziness, confusion, feeling sticky, um, getting cramps, um, temperature going up. Uh, with children, they may just, just go kind of floppy and quiet and pale and, you know, so it may be quite non-specific. So there's, uh, there's an amount of awareness that needs to be there. Now, the other, I suppose, issue is, Big issue is that um, with COVID, a lot of people have gone exercising, which is fantastic. But if you exercise, particularly, you know, extreme exercise like jogging uh, in the heat, uh, that can uh, precipitate it or make it worse. Also, alcohol. Um, I suspect there'll be a lot of barbecues um, broken out over the weekend. And uh, with the barbies generally come the cool beers. So, again, that can be a a fairly disastrous um, uh, mixture and then things, for example, people with 
diabetes, people on diuretics, people with chronic kidney disease and other medical conditions would be more susceptible um, to, to, to uh, suffering, suffering it. How important then, Dr. Ray, is hydration? Hydration is really important, uh, but it's it's a it's a kind of there's there's a lot of different things. I suppose first of all to be aware of it, the best treatment, as in a lot of medical conditions, the best treatment is prevention, um, and um, hydration. And a good way to check your hydration is um, uh, this is a bit bizarre, but just make sure your pee is clear. If your pee is yellow, or and the the, the more yellow your pee is, the kind of more hyd- dehydrated you are, uh, because your body is concentrating the urine. So if your um, uh, your pee should be kept uh, kind of a light uh, colour and if it's not, just drink more uh, water. And water is fine. You know, people have this thing about different kind of hydration drinks and they're, you know, expensive and whatever, but um, ordinary water is, is absolutely fine. So hydration is good, but keeping cool, um, staying out of the you know, extreme heat, avoiding extremes of exercise, wearing kind of light, cool clothing. Um, and then if you feel yourself getting hot, weak, and um, sweaty, clammy, any of those kind of symptoms, you know, if you feel yourself becoming unwell, mm. then assume that it is, you know, the heat and just get into the cool and, um, and, and the, take fluids and cool down. The other thing is that, you know, we have a tendency in Ireland to go absolutely bonkers at the first sight of the sun because we don't get it very often. Um, and the impact on children comes to mind. I think people are very aware of being careful with babies, but maybe as children get a bit older, they might become a bit complacent about it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we're all the time saying that children should be allowed to go out and play and run around the place, and we encourage that. You know, activity is very important in in children, but one has to be careful. And again, the same rules apply to children as apply to adults. Um, And um, children may not be as sensitive, perhaps, to the warning signs as as adults would be. So uh, just... Number one, to be careful of the sun. I think we're talking about that in a minute, but also just to be aware of sunstroke and just particularly to be aware that, you know, it doesn't announce itself dramatically. It just may be with the kind of vague, non-specific kind of symptoms that I described at the start. Well, with skin as pale as mine, it's always factor 50 <laughs> for me when it comes to the sunscreen. How how important is it to wear, wear a high factor sunscreen and to regularly reapply it? Yeah, absolutely, Joe. Um, so there's there's um, uh, there's a nice phrase that I like called slip, slap, and slop. Okay, so slip and and to be honest, the slip and the slap is probably as important or more important as as the slop. Okay, so slip is slip into something light, uh, like a light shirt that maybe covers your arms. Um, you know, a light uh, pants that maybe covers your leg. Remember that if you're body is covered with clothing of, you know, that's light, uh, that's bright coloured, that reflects back the sun. Dark colours, you know, black and dark brown colours tend to absorb the sun and the heat and tend to be very warm, whereas the lighter colours tend to reflect the sun and and don't absorb as much heat, okay? So that's the slippage and, you know, they will, 
cover your skin, which then is very much uh, re- the risk of, of burn is, is reduced. Slap is slap on a hat. And particularly, I, I'm not sure about your hair situation, Joe, oh, but my hair tightened out many years ago. I'm in trouble. And, and, you know, what we find in general practice, particularly people of a rural background where they're out in the sun, you know, farming and doing all sorts of things, the effect of accumulated sun damage, as your dermatologist was talking about there, particularly on fair-skinned Celtic people like ourselves, um, accumulates over the years and can be very, very damaging and predisposed to skin cancer. So a J.R. Ewing, uh, for those who remember Dallas, or a, a Texas cowboy-type hat that has a rim um, protects the important bits of your um, scalp and also of your face, the upper part of your face, the face, the bit that, that's prone to getting sun damage and skin cancer. So that's the slip and the slap. Uh, the slop is slopping on uh, the sun cream. And the thing about it is that all that does is delay um, the uh, UVB. So UVB, I think of it as the burning and UVA are called the aging rays. They're the two kind of important ones. Now, <clears throat> it uh, prolongs the amount of time that you can be exposed to the sun before you start getting burning. But you still will get burning. You know, where you have a high burn index, if you wear nothing, um, you start burning within maybe five, ten minutes. You know, your skin will start um, to change. And the um, sun cream just prolongs that amount of time. So um, it doesn't kind of stop your burning and it doesn't mean that you just, you know, stick it on and then you can lay in the sun all day and it protects you completely. It doesn't. It just gives you an extra element of protection. And you mentioned there, and it's quite right, um, that it needs to be put on properly. So it needs to be put on in proper amounts so that you get a good thick um, layer of it. Um, so uh, the, the other thing is that it needs to be reapplied. It needs to be within date. A lot of us... <clears throat> buy sun cream and we don't use it because the weather turns foul or we come home from our holidays and then we put it away and maybe two or three years later we find it in the bottom of a swimming bag or something we start yeah. using that so it's still in date and the other thing is if you go in swimming uh, go into the water uh, it may wash off so you have to kind of reapply right. it so oh. all of those Okay, okay. Well, listen, thank you for that excellent advice, Dr. Ray O'Connor, GP in Limerick and lecturer at the UL Medical School. Let's hope that we have reason over the next few days to take all of that advice on board. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.